back where we started from. You're listening to Coast FM 963 and you're home with the Gardening Gang. Without Pete this morning, a little bit sad. I'm Cheryl and Darcy. I'm here. And the reason that we don't have Pete is we've sent him away somewhere. And I've got a lovely co-host with me this morning. It's Clara Rosa, president of the Permaculture Central Coast Group. Hello, Clara. Good morning, gangsters. Clara, where's Pete? Oh, look, guys, I did a bit of a shifty. So I was pretty keen to do this edible garden trail takeover of the gardening gang, and I may have booked Pete in for a vegan yoga retreat. Oh, gosh. I hope he likes it. <laughs> I want to see photographs. I totally want to see photographs. But, look, in all seriousness, Pete is away on holidays just for this week, and he is in Bali. I'm sure he's eating vegan food somewhere. Positive. I, I think I've had an impact on him, Cheryl, and I, I really so. do. I think he's a changed man. All right, but we're here today because it's the Edible Garden Trail, the Central Coast Edible Garden Trail next weekend. We get so excited about it because it opens up an opportunity for those of who are out there who would like to have a look at gardening across the Central Coast. And the Central Coast Permaculture Group has a lot to do with it as well. Clara, you had someone special in your garden yesterday because you're one of the gardens. Oh, I'm st- I'm still buzzing, Cheryl, and I had the garden gnome himself, Costa, come and visit. I couldn't believe it. My, even my chickens were starstruck, Cheryl. So did, how did you feel beforehand? Did you sleep the night before? No, no, I stayed up panicking and um, I was like, what time does Bunnings close? Oh no, they're already closed. (laughs) Um, So I got up at 6am and started raking the leaves because we had that storm Mm -hmm. and... uh, yeah, but he was he's such a nice person, Sherilyn. So, so it was all right? It, it went wonderfully, yes. Well, we're going to have a bit of a talk to him later on in the hour about the Central Coast Edible Garden Trail, but also about gardening on the Central Coast. And coming up next, we've got one of the organisers, Sandy Isles, is going to join us and talk about what's happening across the Central Coast, how you can get involved. And even if you're not right into gardening, look, it's a great weekend to get out and about across the coast. It's a great time of the weekend. Oh, great time of the year to do it as well. All right, let's get back to those classic hits, Undercover Angel with Alan O'Day, and then we will have a chat with Sandy Isles. Undercover Angel there with Alan O'Day. You're listening to Coast FM 963, home of the classic hits, and also home with the Garden Gang. Thanks to Alan Graham's caravans and RVs and doormaster security doors and windows. If you've just tuned in, Pete's away on holidays this week in Bali of all places. He better bring back uh, some sort of lovely floral decoration. I know nothing that's going to cross the borders, nothing live. Otherwise, we'll have to all go and put the hat around at Coast FM and bail him out of border security. Don't want to do that. I'm joined today by Clara, the president of Central Coast Permaculture, and also right now joining us in the studio is Sandy Isles, one of the organisers of the Central Coast Edible Garden Trail. Welcome, Sandy. Oh, thank you, Sherilyn. Good morning. Good morning, Clara. It has been amazing, this whole phenomenon of edible garden trails, and it's a fairly new thing. This is a second year. It what is. led you into creating the garden trail to start with? I... Um I had visited a few garden trails, um, the Sydney Garden Trail and the one in the Blue Mountains. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'd also been Googling around and found a place in uh, England called Todd Morden that has 
this amazing ethic and they grow a lot of vegetables. So they did it as, you know, to try and recover from a recession and it just filled me with so much hope that a community, you know, growing together, um, just the effect it could have on a place. And I just thought, wow, wouldn't that be amazing if we could get, you know, more people growing on the Central Coast and, you know, build community you know, help people to grow healthy food for themselves and their families, you know, help food security, you know, reducing waste, reducing mm-hmm. plastics and food miles. You know, there was just nothing negative about mm. an edible garden trail. And so this is the second year. So what sort of things did you see occur last year with the inaugural one? Well, we, we had an amazing response. We had over 750 people uh, visiting the gardens across the coast. We mm-hmm. had, I think it was 37 gardens ultimately last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had a lot of people visiting each of the gardens and we got such great feedback. We, we ran a couple of surveys and people just loved what they saw. We had a few people start growing immediately out of that. And right, we like actually hadn't, yeah, hadn't gardened before. Hadn't gardened before and it got them into gardening and permaculture. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, but the other thing we sort of focused on was introducing our um, visitors to where they could buy local produce and local ah. organic, you know, um, who the producers were and, and makers around the Central Coast. So we, mm-hmm. we put out a local food guide and um, we've done that again this year. And, you know, it's just nice. It, it, what it does is does create a sense of security around you and, and you know, so what kind of gardens did you have, Sandy? Did you just have people that were producing lots of food that they could no. share with everybody or? <laughs> no, 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 no. We had look quite a diverse range and I think that's important for everybody who does want to come along to the Edible Garden Trail. Um, get onto our website, uh, centralcoastediblegardentrail.org.au and have a look at the different types of gardens we have opening this year. Think about your garden and, and your where you live and the sort of soil you have and, and choose gardens that um, where you, you know, you might learn some tips and tricks to help things grow in your garden. Right, and it is a ticketed event. We do need to Mm. point that out. Mm. But importantly, the money that's raised, what happens to that? That goes back into community, Sherilyn. Very good. I like that a lot. And it's quite reasonable. We're not supposed to mention costs here. You can have a look yourself on the website. Hang on, Sherilyn. Are we not getting paid for this? No, we're not getting paid. (laughs) (laughs) No. No. I know. Sorry, Pete didn't tell you that, did he? It's a labour of love. It's all a labour of love. It's all a labour of love. Well, look, during the week I got out and about and had a look at some of these beautiful gardens, all sorts. So I went out to a place called Fire Creeks or Fires Creek mm. Botanical Winery where they've got and, and you're nodding your head. Of course you did, Sherilyn. Oh, of course you did. <laughs> Not just a winery, okay. I mean, I have a little sip every now and then. I so heard Nadia <laughs> say you were there before she opened the doors. I was. I was like, here I come, here I come. It was amazing. So we've got Nadia and uh, just a little bit of my visit coming up after we thank some of our sponsors. A fascinating Fascinating place, and if you're out and about, whereabouts was it again? I went to so many places. On Bars Creek is in Holgate. Holgate. I was going to say mm. Matcham. So it's there. It's one to put on the map, and you yes. do get a map when you buy those yes. tickets. All right, let's first listen to a th- oh, it's Fifth Dimension Aquarius. Let the sun shine in, and then a little word from Nadia and my visit there.
Coast FM 963, home of the classic hits, and you're also at home with the gardening gang. It is all about the Central Coast Edible Garden Trail, and I found another really interesting one on the map here, and it's the Fires Creek Botanical Winery. They've made it onto the list, and I'm, I'm not... I'm not quite sure why. I've got Nadia O'Connell on the line and she's the owner, winemaker, and it says here, gardener as well. Hello, Nadia. Hello, Sherilyn. How are you? Well, pretty happy because I'm loving going through all these garden trail places. But I'm just wondering, is your garden on here because it's edible or because it's drinkable? Well, a little bit of both, actually. So at Fires Creek Botanical Winery, we actually make uh, wine from all different um, flowers and fruits. So, so um, that's the botanical element of it too when we grow. Um, over 40 things on site organically uh, using full circle farming. So people can come in and have a look. We follow permaculture ways of growing so um, organically and then any byproducts of, say, the winemaking goes back into the land to build soils. Mm-hmm. Um, any byproducts, say, of cardboard that we use that come into the winery, we then put them back into the land to build soils and nutrients and... Um, create a better ecosystem for all those lovely worms. Right. And most people who come along to the trail, a lot of people just come along because it's a great weekend out. I have to admit it was so much fun last week. But a lot of people come along to learn gardening practices. What sort of things can a visitor to the Fire Creek Botanical Winery sort of observe and maybe take back to their place no matter what size their garden is? So we'll be running tours, <coughs> excuse me, running tours on the hour um, for half-hour sessions, and we'll be showing them different, um, quite easy to implement techniques for people to do take-homes, such as uh, setting up a worm farm. Um, some people call them a worm hotel. Mm-hmm. Uh, we do sheet mulching, which is a very easy way to uh, combat the weeds without using any uh, herbicides and pesticides. So we'll be showing elements of, of that and. Mm-hmm. Um, it is, um, as we wander around the, the beautiful gardens, people will be pointing out lovely little take-home pieces. It's really interesting that you say that you're a permaculture winery. What's the difference between that and just, say, a traditional winery or even an organic one? Um, so permaculture has uh, got a, an abundance of philosophies, but in permaculture you're trying to establish a permanent agriculture that is organic and then you're replicating a lot of what nature already does for it. So, mm-hmm. for example, we have a, what's called a food forest here where I grow over 15 types of um, fruits and vegetables. Mm-hmm. And you're actually um, creating a forest. Where In a forest, for example, if you go for a walk, there's no weeds in that to, to, for nature to combat so much. It's just, yeah. It just grows and looks after itself. So replicating that cycle by that mulching of the leaves underneath, mm-hmm. um, then you create a nice ecosystem. So that's kind of just an example of what permaculture is about, but there's many elements to it. And what got you into winemaking to start with? Oh, that's a good question. Um, <laughs> the um, We were actually living overseas and I'm from the Central Coast and um, we had another little baby coming along, so we were ready to um, move back to Australia and we're looking for something to do, really. And, <laughs> um, yeah, so um, we... My husband had looked at permaculture before and I worked in the tourism marketing kind of area. So mm-hmm. um, Fires Creek came for sale and we fell in love with it and it was in my hometown. So we thought, let's just do this. Right. It's been magic. And were you part of the Edible Garden Trail last year? We were, yes. It was, uh, I really wanted to be out there doing it, I must admit. <laughs> but Because um, <laughs> there's so many great gardens to go and see. But uh, yes, mm-hmm. it was a really lovely day just to 
meet people who are like inquisitive about growing and you know like-minded people it's just uh, such a fantastic day to go out and see different properties on the coast but yeah definitely oh, recommended oh a hundred that's why we're dedicating all this time at home with the gardening gang to just look at all of these gardens and have a chat with you as well because it was such a joyful time last year and i'm really looking forward to inviting more people this year to really experience this and be able to take home little bits and pieces not plants okay everybody or some places are selling plants but just taking home little bits of information and inspiration from our local gardeners if they're a home grower there's tons of just home gardeners i'm not going to say just there's home there's tons of home gardeners and there's lots of places like yourself that are larger concerns as well now if people are going to put you on the map because that's what happens you jump online to central coast ediblegardentrail.org.au you buy a ticket all the funds go back into the community and you get a map and you need to map out your weekend because there's a lot of gardens open so when are you open to the public over this weekend so we're open on the half day on the saturday and then the full day on the sunday and the half day on the saturday the hours nadia we're actually open from 10.30. Yep. Um, the first tour will start at 11 mm-hmm. and then it'll be 11, 12, 1 and then on the Sunday it'll be 11, 12, 1, 2, 3, 4. And do people yeah, need to so book in for these tours? They don't need to book in. They can just, just turn up at that mm-hmm. time. If they don't turn up at that time, they can wander around the gardens and have a look at what we do. And But if they want to know, I'll be actually conducting the tours. So if they want to know from the gardener slash winemaker <laughs> about how it's done, then um, if they pop in there on, on those, at those hour time slots, then I'll be able to take that tour. And if they want to find you online, where can we find you? Firescreek.com.au. Um, that's with the fires with the All right, Nadia, thank you so much for joining us today and have... Thank you so much, Sherilyn. Yeah, and I'd really shout out to everyone. Go and have a look. There's so much uh, interesting mix of things to do on the, on the Central Coast and the gardens that, that are out there um, that I've seen the list of. There's some really lovely ones, so uh, get on it. <laughs> Thank you. You're listening to Coast FM. We're all about the Central Coast edible garden trail at the moment. Let's get back to those classic hits. Coast FM 963. Coming up next, Costa joins the gang. FM 963, home with the classic hits, and you're also at home with the Garden Gang with our very, very special Central Coast Edible Garden Trail show. Clara, how much fun has it been? Uh, it is my favourite day of the year, Sherilyn, uh, snooping on other people's gardens. <laughs> it is the best. And while you've been out there snooping, you found somebody. I found a garden gnome doing some snooping of his own. <laughs> Costa, a good friend of the gang. Hello. What a treat to be here. And, uh, yeah, I couldn't agree more. There's nothing better than look... Well, actually being authorised to enter people's gardens. Generally, <laughs> I'm, I am better. snooping. I'm looking over and uh, getting in... Well, not in trouble, but, uh, you know, usually drawing people out and saying, ah, what are you doing coming to my garden? It's not ready. I go, there's never ready. But, uh, yeah, what a... What a treat to see the Central Coast Edible Garden Trail morph into its second year. Yeah, and this is the second year, as you said, and you've been out having a look at some gardens to preview them for us. So why should we be getting into it this year? Look, regardless of your level of gardening skill, Mm -hmm. you know, particularly to the beginners listening, um, but equally to the the skilled gardeners and more longer-term gardeners, you can't learn the kind of things that you see 
when you go to someone's garden, you don't get that out of a book. But mm. the big thing is you don't get the local content. Like oh. this is about seeing someone growing in your area mm-hmm. and going, oh, you can grow that here. And, oh, you've done this and your place is facing in a similar direction to mine. And so this is your shady area, but that's your sunny area. And I like the way you've treated that. And what have you got on the ground surface? And right. you've got these elevated beds and you've got a water feature. And like you can learn so much that... You just can't get... There's no book saying this is how to garden on the central coast. Mm, mm. Here you have it in people's gardens and the best part is that the gardener is there. Yeah, you can ask them questions. It's a talking book. (laughs) It's it's real-time answers and Mm, mm. it... It is really, for me, I... That's why I support all of these edible garden trails because you can't dispense local knowledge in a better way. No, and you are a champion. Thank you so much for coming up to the Central Coast as well. You did it last year and you encouraged so many people, not just from the Central Coast, but further afield as well to come here. So we really are appreciative of it. Oh, look, you know, it's not a question for me because, like you said, Cara, this is our happy place. And, And, you know, you get to meet the people and you just get to see equally their successes and and people have always got images and photos there and they say oh this is what it was like like you have this is what it was when I came here five years ago this is a plant that eucalypt I put in three years ago and that gives you such good bearings you go oh right that can grow that big in three years or this is a sloping garden how have you dealt with the slope are there any retaining walls oh you've just done it along the contour or how have you retain different things and what are your paths and the surfaces Mm, mm. like all of those details that's right it's about the turkeys Sherilyn how do we deal with the turkeys (laughs) on the central coast you've you've been looking at this problem yourself and I know you've come up with some solutions but that's probably one of the big things people have been asking you about your garden as well I call him Terry Terry the turkey the the turkey terrorist and all I had to do Sherilyn was put some sticks on the ground Nice big sticks. He can't dig up my gardens if there's sticks there. There we go. Ah. There you go. All right, well, I'm going to go and have a look at those sticks. Costa, you want to go and have a look? See what she's up? I would love. I'm always up for solutions. And, you know, here's one that I can put in my little kit bag and share it with other gardeners around the country. Awesome. Well, have a fantastic edible garden trail. Don't forget, it is on next weekend, 21st, 22nd of October. You can get your tickets at centralcoastediblegardentrail.org.au and come and check out these gardens for yourself. Thanks a lot for joining us, Costa. Costa also, the host of Gardening Australia and gardening head gardening champion. I can tell by his hat that he's got on for the whole of Australia. Thanks, Costa. Thanks, Sherilyn. As the Brothers Johnson there with Strawberry Letter 23. You're listening to Coast FM 963 and you're also home with the Gardening Gang today. A very special show. It's all about the Central Coast Edible Garden Trail. We've been talking to some hosts, some organisers as well and I've got my very special co-host today, Clara Rosa, who's the President of Central Coast Permaculture and it's been fascinating. I've loved it. If you're wondering where Pete is, 
Clara tells me that she sent him off to a vegan yoga retreat in Bali. I don't know how true that is, but I know that he's in Bali at the moment and we all miss him. Pete will be back next week. Don't worry with all his wisecracking right here on Coast FM with the Gardening Gang. We'll be broadcasting live from the Central Coast Garden Trail. We'll be down the road here at Kibble Park in the new Funhouse Factory, part of the Naughty Noodle house. I absolutely love that place. It's fantastic. They put this whole garden in there. Now it's a referendum time today. So whichever way you are going to vote, you've got to do it today. It is compulsory. So get out and vote or put your vote in for whatever side it is. Station uh, Polling stations close, I believe at 6pm tonight. I've just had a phone call in from Woi Woi High School and they want us to know that the entrance is not Edward Street, it is Green Street. People apparently are queuing up in Edward Street. Don't. You've got to go round to Green Street to get in there. Enjoy your democratic or democracy sausages wherever they are. Coming up now, another one of our beautiful, wonderful hosts. Central Coast Community Radio. Coast FM, this is The Gardening Gang on Coast FM 963 and we're exploring the Edible Garden Trail right now. Here is somebody that some of our long-time listeners might remember. It is Jen Jones from Pickles Patch and you're up in the north of the coast, aren't you? Good morning, Jen. Good morning. Yes, I am. I'm all the way up in the forgotten north, so they say. (laughs) (laughs) That's okay. It's not forgotten to me. I'm from the north as well. That's why I'm making sure we're highlighting edible garden trail gardens that are up in the north. Now, Jen, you are the preserve permaculture. You're amazing at recycling, repurposing, doing all those things in the garden. So it is absolutely no surprise to me and probably to many listeners that you're part of the amazing Central Coast Edible Garden Trail. Did you do it last year, Jen? Yes, I did, yes. And we how, were open for two days last year. Mm-hmm. And how and, did that go for you? Oh, it was wonderful, wonderful. We had, considering it was the inaugural, we had 77 groups through the garden, mm-hmm. I think, which was just, yeah, it was amazing. Mm-hmm. Such a great success. When are you open this year? Oh, just the one day this Saturday, the 21st, because we want to go and see some of the wonderful gardens taking part this year but we're extending our hours we will be open from nine till five on the saturday wow they're big hours what sort of things if you're if i'm somebody sort of popping into your garden and it's really hard this year because there are so many gardens on the map so you really need to explore the gardens and have a look at the things that you would like to learn for your garden so what are the sort of things as someone who's garden curious that i might be able to pick up and be inspired by if i visit pickles patch there with you jen okay well at pickles patch we like to showcase what you can do in a rental because that's what this place is it is a rental garden um we've we've been here 10 years so it's quite a long time um but most of my fruit trees and large plants are in pots Mm. so you can see what what's possible in a rental garden plus we have an aquaponic system uh which is aligned with permaculture principles so People are usually pretty interested in to see how that works. And what sort of things have you got growing in the aquaponics? Uh, well, we have fish, we have silver perch, mm-hmm. which end up on our dinner table, <laughs> and yabbies. Um, and they grow a lot of plants that we 
put on our table every day, like lettuces and celery, chilies, eggplants, strawberries. Yeah, the list is quite long. <laughs> so, Jen, what are the growing conditions in your garden? Uh, well, we're a west-facing block, so it's it's very bright and very sunny, mm-hmm. um, which is a challenge because the garden used to be in deep shade. Ah. So... Over the last two years, everything's had to be changed around. (laughs) (laughs) And what do you do with all your produce there? I share it. Ah. We use it in our kitchen, but we also have a little chair stall out the front that is for the whole community, um, which is currently under construction of a a better, a a larger and better format. But... um, uh, we have the community actually brings their own produce to it as well. So it's not just my produce that's being shared. Lots of people bring their stuff in. Oh, what a great idea. So it's just a continual produce swap that's just happening all the time there. Is that what it is? Um, well, no, it's actually a share, not a swap. Oh, a so share. Okay. The permaculture principles, we like to say that it's a share store, uh, uh-huh. which means that there's no obligation to bring something to be able to take something. And what's the size of your block there? When you said it's a rental, and this is really interesting for a lot of people because a lot of people are renting and they might be in smaller areas as well. And I've been talking to people that are in, they're on acreage as well on the central coast. I mean, we're such a diverse area when it comes to gardening. But what is your space, the size of your space there? Um, It's around a 500 square metre block, but Mm -hmm. it's a tiny house. So we have a reasonable size yard and the owners like like it to be kept um, as it almost was as we found it when we moved in here. This place was very overgrown. <laughs> yeah. um, but uh, mostly the cultivation happens out the backyard. So what sort of tips can you give people who are renting, who want to put in a veggie garden? I mean, how would you go about that with your landlords or your real estate agent? Um, certainly have a good dialogue with them and talk about your intentions um, for me personally, when we looked at this house, I said to them, look, the backyard's a mess. I'd like to be able to clean that up if we take this house on. Is it okay that I put in vegetable patches? It's a bit scary, I think, for some owners when someone sort of says, I'm going to start growing vegetables. Like, What sort of conversation do you think would probably give me the best chance of, of getting them to sort of see my ways and let me have a vegetable garden in there? Um, I think... Possibly talking about um, organic produce, um, mm-hmm. the intention not to use sprays and things. Um, yeah. Uh, that 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 lends itself to being very favourable. People sort of balk it when, oh, you know, I'm going to just kill everything off and start again from scratch. They go, ooh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but if you're respectful to the existing garden, mm-hmm. that, that carries quite a lot of weight as well. It just depends on what's already there, I guess, in the block before you start. Yeah, that's good. And, and I like the idea that you've got pots as well. I'm thinking as an owner, and you might be a little bit sort of, um, open to pots rather than digging straight into their garden beds as well. Yeah, I've used uh, raised beds here and as I said, we've got an aquaponic system as well so it's all removable. So you were saying you were open on the Saturday from 9 till 5 and that's Pickles Patch yep. on the map and that's up north. So if you're choosing some places up north and you should, don't forget the north, the north of the coast is beautiful. We are the forgotten north, that's true. <laughs> it's a that's beautiful true. place and there's quite a few places that are open 
open up on the north in the map there for the Central Coast Edible Garden Trail. This is Jen Jones and she's at Pickles Patch. It is a permaculture garden and it's in a rental on a smaller block as well. So very, very interesting. And I know from personal experience, Jen is the queen of upcycling, recycling and making the most amazing things out of almost nothing, I have to say. She's an inspiration, a wonderful person to go and have a chat with as well and have a look. Thank you so much for being with us today, Jen. Thank you for having me. It's just such a pleasure. All right, and have a wonderful edible garden trail as well. Really enjoy the time. Thanks, Sherilyn. You're listening to Coast FM 963. We're on the trail, the Central Coast Edible Garden Trail. Try to see it my way. Do I have to keep on talking to my Well, it's not a fantasy, it's a real thing. It is the Central Coast Edible Garden Trail all weekend. Not this weekend, next weekend. I'm very excited. And joining me is Clara, the president of Central Coast Permaculture, who has a lot to do with the Edible Garden Trail as well. Co-host today while we've sent Pete off to Bali. He's back next week, don't worry. Well, unless I, you know, I don't know if someone made a phone call to customs, Sherilyn. Okay. <laughs> he was talking he about bringing stuck. some plants back, wasn't he? Oh, dear. All right, in the hot seat next to you, we've got Anna Trigg. She is one of the co-runners, people, presidents, I don't know what you call it, co-coordinators yeah, of the Central Coast <laughs> Edible Good Garden morning. Trail. Good morning, Anna. We're all a little tired today because Anna joined... Clara and I with Costa yesterday and with Sandy and a few people. We went and had a look at some of these gardens. I tell you what, they are amazing. Anna, what else is happening other than just gardening at these gardens? Look, there's so much to see. It's actually a really fun day out, even if you're not a gardener. Mm -hmm. Just come round and have a look at all these beautiful spaces that are not normally open to the public. You can come in and see people's gardens, have a snoop around like Clara loves to do. (laughs) And see how the squash is made. Yeah. Ah, so I noticed I've got a map and you can only get a map, I think, if you buy a ticket. That's it. That's That's right. That's the key to the door to all of these gardens and they reach all over the Central Coast. So you do need to plan your time out. Now, there's not just private gardens. There's also public gardens. There's also uh, community gardens as well. But as well as looking at the plants, there's activities as well and things to do. Yeah, there's uh, a whole lot of the community gardens actually have little... um, activities to do when you get in Mm -hmm. there. So some people will be showing how the worm farm works or potting up seedlings, Mm -hmm. um, showing their compost piles. And, yeah, just turn up to any of the community gardens and they've got heaps of stuff happening. And all the things, are they suitable for kids? Yes. Yep. Kids love this stuff. Get their hands in the dirt, Mm -hmm. feel Mm -hmm. a wriggly worm in their little fingers. So, Anna, I was having a look at the Central Coast Edible Garden Trail Facebook page and I saw this really cool Edible Garden Trail planner. What's that about? Ah, thanks for mentioning that. Yeah, the the planner's awesome. So, because we have 50, more than 50 gardens on the list, it's actually, it's so important to grab your ticket early and then go through this, um, the list of gardens that we'll Mm -hmm. send you straight away. 
and use the planner to map out probably five or six gardens each day. If you're really, really ambitious, you Ooh. might be able to do like eight or ten. Maybe Some this should be a contest, did. Sherilyn. Okay. How Ooh. many you could do? How many can I you visit? You can this. send us some pictures and maybe we'll organise a little something for you. <laughs> I can organise something for you if you are somebody that uh, saw lots of them. But, uh, yeah, go on. Sorry, yeah, Anna. So use the planner to write your short list. Uh-huh. Pick the gardens from the list that have the features that you're really interested in mm-hmm. um, and then that will really help you to plan your day and have a look at the map so you can see how far away each of those gardens are, when their tours are on. Right. You know, there's a lot of detail in there, so spend some time planning right. your and a lot of them you were saying uh, they have produce for sale as well, don't they? Yeah, so quite a few of the places do have produce for sale. Some are roadside stalls, some are mm-hmm. just picking stuff from their garden and have will have it available Ooh. on a table out the front. Nice. And um, But, yeah, we have some incredible food producers here on the coast that are producing organic, um, alive, wonderful yeah, food. Yeah, beautiful you know, stuff. So make sure. Okay, and, and getting tickets or finding out more, what's your website? The website is Central Coast Edible Garden Trail. dot org. dot au. Oh, you said it so many times <laughs> <laughs> to everybody. Yeah, get on board. This is a great thing for next weekend. You get to, as Clara's going to do, be nosy and poke around people's gardens and I have can't a look help myself. I know it's a great weekend for the kids. It really is for family, everybody. Even if you're not into gardening, I mean, why are you listening to this show? No, I know you like. <laughs> Pete's wisecracking the whole time. But it is a great, a, a fantastic initiative and it's on next weekend, Saturday and Sunday. Grab your tickets, have a look. We'll be broadcasting live from the trail as well. I've been speaking with Anna Trigg and she is one of the organisers of the Central Coast Edible Garden Trail on next weekend. Thanks, Anna. Thanks for having me, Sherilyn. A pleasure, an absolute pleasure. <laughs> Let's get back to those classic hits like this one, Born to be Wild by Stefan <laughs> Wolf, right here on... <laughs> Coast FM 963, this is where the classic hits are and it's also where the gardening gang is at home. Now, we cannot have a weekend without Doreen, our market queen. Doreen, hello. Good morning. How are the markets looking around the place? All right, it's looking pretty good. So, um, Edelong Fresh Food Market's being held today and every Saturday at the Broken Bay Scout Hall on Picnic Parade between 7 and 1. You'll find fresh fruit and veggies, eggs and deli items on sale. And our little one up the mountains, Mangrove Mountain Market's being held today between 9 and 3 on the corner of Georgetown's Drive and Blood Tree Road. They sell plants, homemade preserves, jams and cakes. That's a great little market up there. And I think all the proceeds go into the community. They do. They work so hard for their own community up there. It all, it all goes to their local community. Wonderful. And what else is on today? The YE markets are on between 8 and 1. It's being held in the community hall and grounds on YE Road. There's fashion, local produce, craft desserts, cakes and specialty coffee. And that's it for today. Oh, just a short one. All right, turning over the page, what's happening tomorrow, Sunday? A little bit more on today. Tookley Lions Club markets are on near Cold Tookley between 8 and 1. Go along, browse through their stalls and grab a bargain or two. Gosford City Farmers Market is being held tomorrow at the showground between 7 and 1. And they have live entertainment. Chat to local farmers and growers. There's a large range of fruit and veggies, eggs, deli items, fermented foods and plants. There's also international foods, coffee and snacks. And the Yamina Beach Markets are being held tomorrow between 9 and 2 next to the Surf Club. There's lots of stalls with everything you can possibly find in a market, including gourmet hot food, arts and crafts, local fruit, 
daily items and fashion. The event is also pet friendly and there's an ATM on site. And wrapping it up for secondhand goods and specialty items, check out the Entrance Lions Club charity market being held tomorrow and every Sunday between 8.30 and 12.30 in the Denning Street car park. That's a lot on for a Sunday. What a good day Ooh. for markets and weather looking yeah. not too bad either. Ooh. All right, Doreen, is there anything else on that we should know about? Well, there is one. This weekend, the Sustainable Future Festival is on at the Arimba campus of Newcastle University. There's a dedicated farmer's market on Saturday and lots of workshops with special guest speakers giving advice on reducing waste, recycling and sustainable living. Now, it starts on Saturday around noon and for more information, go to the council's website where you can find out all about who's appearing and when they're on and things like that and what's actually there. Right, that sounds really interesting. Well, today we're talking all about the Central Coast Edible Garden Trail, so it seems to be all about sustainability, permaculture, gardening, all those sorts of things. Wow. It's a good time. It's a good time. Really important stuff, isn't it? Really important. Absolutely. All right, Doreen, have a fantastic weekend and thanks for getting out there and finding markets for us. Thank you so much. You're with Coast FM 963 and you're also at home with the Gardening Gang. Coast FM 963. Dave Edmonds there, I hear you knocking. Coast FM 963, home of the classic hits. That is a big classic hit. And you know what else I hear? Not only knocking, Clara, the bell ringer, Steve is still... He didn't go to Bali. Steve, you didn't go to Bali. Okay, that's a bit mean. Pete didn't take any of us to Bali. I thought it could have been something like a gang. Imagine that. The gardening gang goes to Bali. Oh, we're having so much fun here, Sherilyn, though. You know, Mm, where this edible gardening takeover, I'm absolutely loving it. I'm so glad that I staged this non-violent coup. (laughs) I was going to say, when the cat's away. Oh, that's (laughs) right. And he's a bit of a cool cat, isn't he? The chicks will play. The chicks will play. Well, that bell. Thanks, Steve. Off you go. I know he's very sad now. You could have a, I don't know, mocktail or something. No cocktails this early. But I tell you what, the bell ringing means here at Clara, it means time to get your hands dirty. That's I what it is. I love getting my hands dirty. I know. I think they're a bit, I think you should go and wash them now. But anyway. Yeah, I, did, I didn't clean my nails. I'm sorry. All right. I know. You've been in your garden with Costa yesterday. Garden manicure. We're never going to hear the end of that. But uh, anyway, look. First of all, what's happening for plant-loving people around the coast other than the Edible Garden Trail? Next weekend is the 2023 Spring Orchid Show. It's featuring Australian native symbidians and associated hybrids. It's on the 20th, which would be the Friday, the 21st and the 22nd of October, and it's on at the Home Co at Tugra. That's on the corner of Wyong Road and Bryant Drive, Tugra. I'm like... I just know it because that's where Spotlight is. So you know, <laughs> and the big green shed as well. It's a, it's an. They've given me a book here. There's like five things. There's so you many know things what? going on. These orchid breeders, Cheryl, and they're a special breed themselves. They're they some are. very passionate, detailed I people. Tell you what, I mean, they actually came in and, and dropped it into the office here and said, "Make sure Cheryl and uh, talks about all this." Look, there's the there's. It's judging. That's what it is. There's plants for sale plus orchid raffles. You could win an orchid. You could buy an orchid. You could see the best orchids across the Central Coast. There's also floral art and there are 
Oh, I was thinking there's classes. No, there's not classes. Uh, there's classes of awkward. See, it's very, very, oh, it's, yeah, yes. Of course there so is. next weekend uh, from Friday to Sunday, and that's on at the Home Co at Tugra, the 2023 Spring Orchid Show. It's the Central Coast Hunter Region Symbidian Society Incorporated. And it's not just Symbidians, it's other orchids as well. All right, closer to home. Clara, I'm going to let you do the honours. Steve, ring the bell. What Ooh. can people plant in their gardens across the Central Coast this week? Well, save yourself a little bit of money because it's the edible gardening takeover <laughs> and we're going to plant some edibles, plant in some culinary herbs. Uh-huh. You can give your dishes that extra spice and flavour and save yourself some money. You can also put in some beans, some beetroot, cabbage, Cape gooseberry, one of my favourite, also called inca berry. Uh-huh. And it's this delicious little lantern berry that will grow oh. in, a, in a warm climate. Okay. It doesn't need any sun. It's a gorgeous one. Pop in some carrots, celery, chicory, choco, cress, cucumber. Is this alphabet aerobics here? Yeah, I think Sherilyn? so. Yeah, it is. I like Eggplant, it. I like it. Endive, leek, lettuce, marrow, melons, mustard, okra, parsnips, pumpkins, radishes, rhubarb, rosella, salsify, silver beets, spring onions, squashes, sweet corn, sweet potato. Sweet Sherilyn. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> you love your sweet stuff. I do. And then for our pollinators, pop in some flowers, some Elysium, Aromaths, Aster, California Poppy, Carnations, Cosmos, Dianthus, Everlasting Daisy, some Gypsophila, Impatience, Marigold, Nasturtium, Petunias, Salvia, Snapdragons, Sunflower, Verbena and some at the end, zinnias. I was going to say something to start with the Z. Zinnias. <laughs> Thank you so much, Clara. Now, you mightn't have got all that list, so what you need to do is grab a Coast News newspaper because I write the gardening page in there, and the list is all there along with what's on for plant lovers as well. And this week I've written an article. What did I write about this week? Because I put it in last week. It's about growing a salad bowl, I think. Oh, that is amazing. You can have your very own fresh salad bar. Yeah, it's not it. going to be in that plastic. It's no. not going to be wilted. You're not going to have to ruffle through woolies and check the dates. It's going to be your beautiful fresh salad bar. This is a fantastic article, Cheryl. Thank you so much. So you can pick that up wherever you get your Coast newspaper or online as well. Let's get back to the classic. Coast FM 963, you're at home with the gardening gang today and we are out and about with the Central Coast Edible Garden Trail, which is coming up next weekend. Now, I found another fascinating garden to explore. I've got Owen Bridgman on the line. Who is the gardener there? Hello, Owen. Hi, Sherilyn. Good. Now, I'm assuming it's actually your property. Yes, that's right. It's a native herb and vegetable garden. So what does the name Mia Nura mean? All right, so um, Mian is a Wiradjuri word for caring and Nura is a Darug word for country. I actually grew up on Darug country, ah. so I wanted to use that that word. So not, not where we are now, but um, on mm-hmm. the central coast. But um, And um, I've got so many um, Wiradjuri um, friends that I admire and I love what's happening with the language, so I thought I'd work in a bit of um, Wiradjuri language as well. So that leads me into why you actually grow native herbs and vegetables. Is it part of your culture? No, um, I, I read um, the Bruce Pascoe book, Dark Emu, years ago, and we just became fascinated in um, the amazing native herbs and fruits and vegetables we have in Australia, and um, I've always loved growing plants, obviously, and just mm-hmm. sort of 
start, started mucking around with those. And um, the, the more I started, the more I got fascinated and it's just grown and grown and grown. So how did gardening start for you? Oh, I'd, I've just always loved plants. Um, I, uh, my mum in particular also loves gardening. I kind of got it a bit from her. I was home helping her just the other day actually out at, out at, out at the original um, property where I grew up. Um, on Darrow Country out at um, Cadai in the Hawkesbury. I actually grow much more of the um, native herbs and vegetables out there, but um, mm-hmm. I'm trying to work a few in onto the property at Newminer on the Central Coast as well. And what do you find grows really well in the native sort of plants and herbs and vegetables, but which ones do you find grow well in this area? Um, well, one that I've really noticed grows well is the native ginger, and um, it, it's a really beautiful plant, quite a... Um, versatile one. Um, I like cooking with it as well. I've made sort of ginger biscuits and stuff. Um, I'm also a primary school teacher, so I've worked that into quite a few lessons and stuff over the years. Um, But um, the native thyme is is a beautiful sort of um, ingredient as well. Um, It's got beautiful little yellow flowers. I mean, sorry, not yellow, blue flowers, I mean. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's quite a pretty plant as well as being having a lovely smell and um, adding great flavour to food. But um, I mean, the, the river mint's fantastic. I put that in my tea. Um, and of course, everyone knows about lemon myrtle. Oh yeah, that's pretty really nice as well. <laughs> so a lot of people that are out and about looking at the edible garden trail and sort of working out which properties they want to go and visit, and there's so many of them. I'd like mm. to sort of really narrow it down that if we came to your property, what would we be learning to take back to our own gardens? Oh, well, um, I love mucking around with um, just seeing um, food scraps as a as an amazing resource as well. So I. I have my worm farm and I have a little compost but I actually muck around with just putting it straight into the soil and that I'm having incredible results with that so I mean if you kind of um, don't want to go to all the effort of the the, the compost or the worm farm I I found just a quick and easy way to get it straight into the soil and people will be able to see just how effectively that works. What what sort of results are you talking about there Owen? Oh well like like for example my tomatoes at the moment are going gangbusters and I um, all, all I did was so then before I planted was I would um, dig a nice big hole in the veggie patch, put put my latest box of um, um, food scraps into it, um, uh-huh. cover it up with some of the soil, plant the tomatoes and then um, mulch it on top. So so those food scraps are just deep into the soil and, and the little creatures in the soil are going to find them and right. eat them and poop it out and turn it into great soil and the, the roots are now just absorbing all those nutrients sort of straight away. So it just means it's it just kind of makes the whole making the most of your food scraps a little bit easier if you don't want to go to that effort. Yeah. You can just put it straight into the soil. And also you get an additional benefit. I get um, avocados growing in, in, in my veggie patch. <laughs> I get, I've get i had mangoes, peaches, just from all those seeds from, <laughs> the, from the food scraps. They then grow and then I dig them up, put them in pots, and I've got my own free mangoes and peaches and avocados and goodness knows what else. All right, what do you do with all the produce? Oh well, the the produce we just eat. Oh, oh, do you mean the plants or the the actual produce? The actual produce. Do you end up with more than you need, or do you? Oh, oh, I've got three kids, so I'm currently growing (laughs) heaps and heaps of tomatoes and cucumbers because my kids will eat eat those um, forever, basically. So um, Mm. I was pretty happy with myself last summer. I went through about four months waiting up to buy cucumber. Oh, well done! (laughs) And all three of my kids love the cucumbers. So. Yeah, Excellent. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So when's your garden open during the trail? Um, it's it's open on the Saturday from, um, I'm pretty sure I said 10, 10 till 4. 
Ten till four? Yeah. Hang on, yeah. let me have a look. Yep, ten till four. And you're at your yep. minor. Whereabouts in your minor yep. are you? Uh, Nelson Street. Okay, Nelson Street. And yep. there's a few, yep. there's gardens all over the Central Coast that are open for the Edible Garden Trail. So you really do yeah. need to map them out. That's it. Do you know yeah. of any that are close to you? Um, I Look, I've been so busy in my garden, I haven't actually sat down <laughs> and, and, and actually worked out what I'm going to because initially I opened it for two days, but I, oh. I think it was um, Anna suggested, no, no, don't do that because you want to have a look around. So I'm going to be closed on the Sunday so I can look around, but I'll yeah. probably have a look on the Saturday night and look out where I'm doing. What I'm, I'm hearing it's a theme, let me tell you, Owen. Every every gardener I've spoken to today keeps telling me over and over again that, that last year they opened two days and they've yeah. uh, learnt the error of their ways. They want to have one yeah. day to go and have a look at everyone yeah. else's garden. Ab- absolutely. Did yeah, you, absolutely. Um, did you participate in last year's trail? No, no, I was, um, I, I did contemplate it, but I was, I was just um, a little bit too flat out with the teaching and the kids and stuff. But, but I've got the garden to a state this year where it's, it's reasonable. I wouldn't say I'm hundred percent happy with it, but it's going to be, you That's know, okay. c- certainly worth a look. Owen, thanks a lot for joining us today, and have a fantastic weekend. No worries. Looking forward to it. All right. You're listening to Coast FM 963, home with the gardening gang. That's another one of our fantastic gardens that's on the Central Coast Edible Garden Trail on the weekend of the 21st and 22nd of October. Danny from Business Agents just sold our business. Good have a parking lot. <laughs> Joni Mitchell there, big yellow taxi. You're listening to Coast FM 963 and you're at home with the Gardening Gang where it has been the takeover of the Central Coast Edible Garden Trail. Joining me all day today, or the last two hours, is Clara, the president of the Permaculture Central Coast Group. Clara, thank you so much for joining me. We've had a great time here today. I have had so much fun and I've had so much fun getting out there and looking at the gardens, but not just because it's the Edible Garden Trail, but just looking at gardens across the Central Coast. And it's something that I want to do next year. I'm studying at the moment full-time, no, not even full-time. It is full-time off the planet accelerated at Ultimo TAFE College. I'm doing screen and media and I've got one of the students here as well and uh, Catherine has been having a great time. She read the weather for us earlier. It wasn't my voice, it was this nice young voice there. (laughs) Thank you so much. Clara, yesterday you had the man himself in your garden and as an edible garden trail host, I want you to take the hat off, the gardening hat of being permaculture's president and what you told us what it was like, but what's it like to be a garden host as well, like people who might be, you know, curious about doing this next time. Well, the thing is, Sherilyn, uh, a lot of people, you know, that I'll come across day to day at my job, you know, at the gym, at the doctors, sometimes they say, can you stop talking about gardening, Clara? (laughs) And that's a fair call. I think that's fair. I talk about gardening maybe more than the average person, Mm -hmm. maybe a little bit. But when you're a garden host, guess what people are there to talk about, Sherilyn? Gardens. Gardens. And try and stop me. Just try and stop me going on and on and on and on and on about my gardens. And you know what, Costa was exactly the same. Yes, he was, wasn't he? It was just all about plants all day, which is so good. But also about the environment, how we can look after things, where our food comes from. I love all that part of it as well. Well, life is a garden. It's all part of it. Mm. Mm. And your garden itself, whereabouts, you don't have to give me the address. I I know the address, but whereabouts is yours? (laughs) Yes, no one else needs to know the address. Unless you get the map. That's right, unless you get the map. So Mm -hmm. I am in North Gosford and the amazing Sandy that we had 
on just this morning. Mm-hmm. She's in North Gosford too. My amazing friend Wanda is in North Gosford and we're going to be doing the live broadcast just from inside Gosford. So Gosford's going to be a real garden hotspot. It is. And can you describe for me your garden for everyone? Because we are in radio and there's a, something that I love about your garden. So if you are in a certain sort of garden, you're going to want to visit Clara's garden because it's all covered with gum trees. Yeah. Do you remember that song, Sherilyn? Give me a home among the gum trees with, all the with lots of plum trees. trees. Yep. Yeah, well, I think that song wormed its way into my head so far <laughs> that I manifested it. And right now I've got a garden under the plum t- under um, the gum trees with lots of plum trees, yep. a chook or two, yes, a kangaroo, do. and a clothesline <laughs> out the back. And that is actually my garden. So that song really did a number on me, didn't it? It did. But I, I get this phone call, every, well, Pete and I get this phone call every week, at least every second week. We have people asking us how you, like, put up with bush turkeys. And when I went to your garden, you've got bush turkey walking around. He's got a name. Uh, Terry the Turkey Terrorist? Yeah, yeah. Ter- <laughs> yeah, I've got Terry the Turkey Terrorist. But he doesn't get into your garden. How? Well, as I was saying this morning to Costa, I just put this, I've learnt to just put big rocks and big mm-hmm. sticks down. Now I've also got my mate Wally B, the Wallaby. Oh, gosh. <laughs> And he likes to come by so as well. So the sticks, when you say you put sticks down... Well, he can't just... dig. He can't oh. dig with all the sticks down there, Sherilyn. Right, okay. I've, I've gazumped him right, with okay. the sticks. Now, for Wally, he is, he is an even worse, worse little critter, I'll tell you that. Uh-huh. I love him. He's my frenemy. That's how I say it because, right. you know, it's a love-hate relationship sometimes when he eats my citrus. Uh-huh. But I've just learned to put clever little tree guards around for old Wally B. And he, <laughs> you know, he's, he has mercy on me sometimes uh-huh. and doesn't take everything. Sometimes he just takes his cut, you know. He, oh, he just okay. asks for Sharing. a little bit of rent. And then last of all, I've got Ted Bundy. I call him that because he's a serial killer of my plants. Oh, no. <laughs> what is and he? And that's my possum. Oh, My yes. little possum, Teddy. Now, he's not little. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you that, Sherilyn. He is a big boy. And the funniest thing that happens in my garden now is he likes to jump onto my fruit trees mm-hmm. and get the blossoms. He doesn't have a superannuation account, Teddy. He doesn't understand delayed gratification. Okay. <laughs> so he eats the blossoms before they can even turn into the fruit. <laughs> And, but he's such a big boy now, Sherilyn, uh, that he's, he's uh, gazumped himself because when he climbs up on the tree now, the branches bend over and he falls on the ground. Oh, no. <laughs> and oh, you can no. hear a thud of poor old Teddy trying to get to those blossoms. But we've learnt, I've just learnt to coexist. You know, I'm not going to pretend that I don't lose any produce. Yep. I lose a little bit. Mm-hmm. But I gain this amazing menagerie of interesting characters. All right. Well, if you want to see Clara's garden and any of these other uh, private gardens, community gardens, beautiful places across the Central Coast, you've got to jump online and get a ticket. And it is the Edible Garden Trail, Central Coast Edible Garden Trail, .org.au. Clara, thank you so much for coming in and co-hosting for Pete while he's away. And if you need any help getting tickets, I'm going to be at the booth at the Sustainable Futures Fair tonight. So Uh drop over to that. If you need a little bit of help getting your tickets, I'll be there to help you. Excellent. All right, get on to all of those things now. Coming up, we've got the news. And afterwards, Mish Martin has more about what's on. It's not just about wonderful gardens as well. That's us. We've got to go. That's 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 Steve. All right, we're going. We're going. News next.